A reading from John 1, 14. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Maybe when we get to the last... um, uh, the last uh, when John uh, John eighteen the uh, the end of the the beginning, it might make some sense to read the whole thing because it's so beautiful mm-hmm. as yeah. our response. Uh, but uh, here, I wrote uh, in the Old Testament, God dwelled amongst His people first in a tent and then in a tabernacle or temple, for the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And that's from two Kings eight eleven. When God says the word made his dwelling among us, he uses a Greek word that also can mean tent or tabernacle. God's presence among his people was first in a tent in Exodus, then in a temple, and now in a person, Jesus Christ, who was an exact representative on earth of the Father. It's just an amazing, I'm just marveling at, the incarnation, an exact representation of on earth of the Father, as you wrote. John said the word became flesh. Remember back on January 4, we were talking about that word, word, and it meant so much more. It meant this divine reason implicit in the cosmos, giving it order and form and meaning, this, this divine presence that is, you know created the universe that unimaginably large power, then it says, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm going to do what I did the other day where I tried to imagine, uh, just try to personalize this, walking into my own house and not having my family recognize me as a way of understanding, you know, Jesus creating the world but not being recognized by it. So here's the best way I can wrap my mind around the... Um, just the amazingness of the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us. Imagine the most famous person in the world. Just picture somebody who's like really, really, really famous or one of the most famous people in the world. Just picture that person and then, and then hear me say, yeah, you know, that person that you just pictured, they, uh, yeah, they stayed over at my house the other night. Yeah. They, they slept in the, in the guest room. Really? Isn't that kind of cra- <laughs> isn't it kind of crazy to think about? Like, wait, what? That what? That person? They slept in your house. Did you, what did they have cereal in the morning? Where did they put their shoes? I mean, you're starting to think about all these practical. How did that person who I normally see on the movie screen or the TV screen or whatever? There they were, just walking around your house. What? And that's obviously a very, very, very weak and pathetic um, uh, illustration of the word, the logos, becoming flesh and dwelling among us. The ultimate authority of the whole universe walking around our house, walking around in flesh, walking around our dusty planet. Wow. It's just the uh, miracle of the incarnation and the humility of the incarnation. And John with his, uh, his very special, very different writing. He is not an historian. He's a witness. Mm. And out of that, it's, it's, he, is just filled with the Holy Spirit, and it's just it shows it in his poetic uh, language. There's so much inference in every word that's coming out of this uh, introduction to his gospel. 
he is setting up a, a, a basically an epic. He, he's talking about a little child, and yet it has epic implications to it. And it, mm -hmm. it, it can't, you can't miss it. You can't miss it. Mm -hmm.